0: Hello, coders. Welcome to episode 175 of the How to Code Well podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about what beginners should learn, what programming languages beginners should learn when they're starting out. Before we get into that, let's dive into the changelog quickly. So the code quiz, this is something that I've been doing every day on Twitter and Instagram. We're working through Python questions at the minute, and we're actually developing an API which is open source on GitHub. There is a link in the show notes below. And this API has going from going from strength to strength. So we now have GitHub Actions for both the API and the API client. Also, I have added the API platform, which is a symphony package that helps me configure the API endpoints. So that's pretty cool. I've also added a wiki as well. I was up quite late last night doing that. So I'm trying to get this prepared for... The hacktoberfest so if anybody wants to contribute and help out building this application it is essentially a well it will be a website a mobile app a api and the api client which is the npm package that will be used to mock out the api requests How to howtocodewell.net is also progressing quite well in the background what we've got now is the base pipeline for the base images of production working. So that's really good. They're tagging uh, into the right versions and stuff. So that's great. Let's talk quickly about some comments and feedback that I've had. So Wineblood writes in on episode 163 of why 10x developers are not paid anymore. Wineblood says, one bit of the video that I disagree on is the circle and comfort part. I'm not looking to be constantly challenged technically, even though a lot of people refer to that as growth or learning opportunities. I've had a few bad fits in the past and I'm just looking to get back to that point where work is comfortable and easy. He goes on to say, having a work day of hammering away at tasks with code I'm familiar with is the dream. It's enjoyable and not draining after a full day. At the moment, I'm slowed down by a lot of unfamiliar frameworks and new cloud concepts, which I'm sure will be useful to learn in the long term. But right now, I just want to be able to go in, add a feature, improve code, test documents, and get the ticket across the line. So I completely and utterly appreciate where Wineblood is coming from with this. It's a question of where are you in terms of the comfort zone? Because if you're too comfortable and you're not learning anything and you're not improving and you're not you know chasing the next thing then that can get that can get quite stagnant however the comfort zone is is quite comfortable and if you've had bad experiences in the past as you've mentioned then it would be it's it's desirable to get back to that space and then once you're there be there for a bit and then assess the situation and see if you you know want to go for something else the circle that I mentioned there was just for anybody who hasn't listened to uh, episode 163. So the circle that I mentioned there was the fact that when you start a job, um, it doesn't matter what, uh, whether you're an expert or whether you're a beginner of a programming language at all. When you start a new at uh, in a, a new raw role, the first few weeks or even a month is the trickiest. One, I, I believe, and I'm talking here from a contractor's point of view, because you're having to learn all the processes, all of the new how the, the new environments, setting up your machines, all of that stuff is actually quite uh, tedious, quite stressful, and it doesn't always work in the, in the first run. You are learning and absorbing all the things really, really quickly. And then what happens is when you start getting used to the process get starting used to the project things start easing up a little bit and you start getting into the swing of just you know fixing tickets assigning tickets, creating tickets, what have you, however it's done. And then the whole scrum process, however that's done in the project. This is very different for everybody as well in different projects. It's very, very different how, how different clients do things very differently. Once you start getting used to that, once you start getting into a routine, this is where the comfort zone starts to set in, unless you're actually looking to maybe challenge, challenge, channel your energy into other things and progress. And in your work environments, they're very different, of course, from everyone else. And in some work environments will will help you move on to the next thing within your career, within their workspace. So that's what I meant by the, the circle. Because eventually what happens is when you come all the way around and you then jump ship and you go to another company, you then start at the top of the circle and you are then in that challenging space again, trying to... Deal with tickets coming in while setting up your environment and getting in, used to the whole process and the whole rigmarole of everything else. So that's what I meant by the circle journey. Palafia Caspa. It's not the right pronunciation, so I do apologize. On the PHP beginner tutorial, the VAR dump versus print R has said it's so funny bleeping sad that a great teacher who explains concepts, very good by the way, needs to pay attention to gender equality, whatever the hell that means, in quotes, in brackets. Uh, When speaking about programming, woke culture needs to be stopped. Bleep that bleep. Great content by the way, thanks for explaining. So first of all, thank you very much for uh, that comment. Uh, it's, It's great to know that you are finding the stuff when i'm talking about comparing uh, var dump and print r when you're finding that stuff useful that's really good because that's good things for me to know going forward you know maybe there's some other things in that programming language in this case it's php but there could be in python or javascript to compare the two things so i'm glad people are finding that useful in terms of the whole gender equality stuff when i'm doing these videos it is i'm literally doing it to a camera Okay, so I've got no grasp as to who is going to watch these things. And I try and make these as accessible as possible in the time frame that I have. So I was playing around with the other week, doing things, putting transcripts on the on, on one of the videos, just to see how that process all works. Of course, there's a whole bunch of ums and ahs, and there's a whole bunch of other blank space, dead space, me trying to say words... <laughs> that get, get these transcripts into a bit of a tiz. So there's a lot of work there. But in terms of the gender equality, I don't really think about that at all when I do these things. And I just try and treat people as well as I possibly can. I can see from the analytics that there are more males than females watching this and I can see, or I'm listening to this, and I can see where in the world they are from. But that doesn't really give me any kind of indication as to how I should present this because I don't want this to be a male-oriented channel or a female-oriented channel. And I don't really care, to be honest, who watches these things as long as they're getting stuff out of it. Dave, as she has said online online on <laughs> on episode 162 why I'm learning typescript that was an episode where I was talking about why I'm moving into type the typescript sort of field Dave mentions thanks for your interesting thoughts and vision on typescript I will definitely be looking into it closer in the near future keep up the good work I sure sure will Dave don't worry about that and a technical question here from Colin Verman on my php cli tutorial to how to use the php interactive shell so we've been going backwards and forwards in the comments trying to solve this problem that colin has and colin mentions that when uh, he puts the PHP hyphen a argument in, uh, it gives him an error, which is interactive shell hyphen a requires the red line extension. How do I fix this? So I believe that this is because Colin might be using PHP eight. And also uh, I believe Colin is using the it's either lamp or Mamp. I forget. It's one of these things that you can download applications that you can download and you can start and restart services such as php mysql and apache and, and other things as well i haven't used those in years i used to use use those kind of tools ages ago and i believe if i remember rightly they have the php ini file that you can use and add extensions to and again if i remember rightly it's a case of going into the php ini file and finding the extension and uncommenting that out and then restarting your all the services again. And then fingers crossed that has worked. But be, this might be a little bit different because you're doing this on the on the command line. So you might be looking for another type of PHP file that is specific to the command line because there's two, one for Apache or the web server and one for the CLI. So play around with that, see how that goes, and then let me know how that gets on. Okay, so let's talk about whether or not you should learn JavaScript, PHP, or Python when you're starting out in programming. Now I get this question quite frequently, you know, what is it? The fir- what, What's the first thing I should learn? What language should I learn? I actually had this question the other day. I went to the doctors and <laughs> the doctor said that his son was actually starting to learn programming and he wanted my opinion as to what language that one should start learning with and it it, it strikes me as a bit of an odd question to be honest because there is so much more than just the language that one needs to learn the actual concepts behind that language is far more important than the language itself the language is just syntax that you put together you string together that produces your program. The programming concepts behind all of those things are very, very important and incredibly transferable to the other languages. So for example, learning control flow. So learning loops and if statements and switch statements and how the actual application flows, how the program flows, how it reads, how you can call one function into another function or how you can use, say, objects and the different data types, what's a string, what's a number, what's an integer, what's a boolean, what's a float, all of those kind of things, you you kind of need to have a base understanding of that, regardless of what language you, you learn. And then also you, you kind of need to have an understanding of the differences between the types of languages as well, because in order for you to pick the language that you want to go for, you kind of need to understand a little bit about the differences of the languages. So what's the difference between strictly typed and dynamically typed languages, the differences between compiled and interpreted languages, and then how to actually use the tools to manipulate the application or the program. So learning the IDE, learning how to test, learning how to debug, all of those concepts are required knowledge before you even consider which language you are actually going to use. And obviously you would use a language to trial those out, but I wouldn't say that that language that you're using initially is going to be the language that you're going to end up with. Not at all. I started learning Java and ASP and PHP and Python, and then that went into all sorts of other areas. I even did Perl once. So don't think that the first language that you're going to use is the language that you're going to end up with, because it won't. And what I would suggest actually is when you're beginning, when you are completely fresh into this programming world, is just try things out. Play as much as you can, pick as many things as you want and then compare, compare the differences between Java and JavaScript, Python and PHP, JavaScript and Python, all of those things. Learn the differences, get a, get a feel for how things are written in different languages. And it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't. In the first few months of programming, it really does not matter. And then once you have that understanding of the concepts of how things work within various different languages, then you get a you get to choose which path you want to go down. And for me, I did that because someone was offering me money in order for me to build a PHP application. And so that's kind of where I went down because someone was on offering me money, building a PHP website. I decided that PHP is the thing that I should be more focused on than say Java or anything else. And that kind of helped me channel my energy into that language. It's going to be very different for everybody else, of course. You may have a a, better, a bigger desire to learn things like artificial intelligence, even computer games, or, you know, building certain things for data science. All of those have different programming languages that are better suited for those types of, of, of things. And this was my answer to the, to the doctor, by the way if someone asks me what is the programming language that my my son should learn or my daughter should learn what is it that sh- they they should be focusing their time on i would suggest that python is probably the 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 more gentle language to learn because python is one of those languages that doesn't allow for certain levels of sloppiness that other languages can, you can get away with. And probably sloppiness isn't the right word, but for instance, JavaScript, it's very loose. It's incredibly loose. And if that's all, you know, and you've been doing JavaScript for years, and then you go over to another language that is a little bit more strict and a little bit more sort of has rules around certain things, more, more so than JavaScript, then you'll be probably, you'll probably be a bit sort of confused and a little bit annoyed that you're going to be working slower, even though you've been a programmer for years, but you'll be working slower in the first however months of learning Python, because you haven't had that experience. This is why I'm saying that when you start out, try and learn as much as you can, as many languages as you possibly can pick up. Just try and be a sponge for the first few months and absorb as much information, even for the first year, just, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that you you may have jumped between five different languages in the first year of your programming career. It doesn't matter at all. It actually, in my opinion, makes you a better well-rounded developer because you've had that experience. You know the differences between those languages. You know why those things are are the way they are in those languages. And that's a, a really important question to ask. And that is, why? Why are things the way they are in JavaScript, not in Python? Why are they in Python and not in JavaScript? Once you start getting that feel and that flow and, you know, you start answering those questions, then you become a a well-rounded developer and you can actually tailor what it is that you want to learn based on the things that you're interested in more. So for me, I wanted to get into web development more so on the back end, and therefore I went for PHP and someone was offering me money to do it. So that's that's why I ended up there. You might be more gifted in the whole building a computer game. You might have a, st- a story that you want to do, and that's your drive, and that's what you want to do. So you would be focusing on a programming language specific for game development. Or maybe... You're interested in statistics and data analysis and all of that stuff. And so you'll be focusing on a programming language that is best suited for that. But until you have an understanding, a base knowledge of programming concepts, I wouldn't even worry about which language you choose, to be honest. So there you go. That's my rant. doesn't really matter, to be honest. But if some, if I had to choose, if I had to do it again, I would go for Python because it's just, it's just a gentle, nicer language, I think, than some of the other languages out there, for a beginner, at least. Thank you ever so much for watching or listening. Happy coding, everybody. And I'll speak to you again soon. Cheers. Bye-bye.